Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wow. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Wacky Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Roll X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Roush, not here just yet. Uh, there is a terrible, well, terrible. There, I don't know the severity of the injuries, but at least from the looks of it, a pretty terrible accident on 264 East, heading east. So if you're heading towards like 64 or 71 or Shelbyville Road, Brownsboro, uh, and you're coming from anywhere from Taylorsville, Bargetown, Newburgh, and further west than that, uh, go a different way than 264. I don't know if it's cleaned up or when it'll be cleared up, but I was driving to get here to the studio around like 6.50-ish, and it was just standstill. It was like a parking lot from in between Breckenridge and Taylorsville. So if you're getting on Breckenridge, you'll be fine. But from in between Breckenridge and Taylorsville, what it looked like, I'd never seen something like this before, and it's like a big fear of mine. What it looked like, Scoots, was this, like a tow vehicle, but not like uh, we're taking you to the tow lot, like a fancy one where like the car is going to be like elevated on the back of this thing and taken wherever. I don't know. Almost like a car delivery. Like deli- a like CarMax car, or like, Carvana. Yeah, like a car delivery gotcha. more than like a towed car, just for visual sake. I don't know really the it stands or butts about it. The car on top of that was dangling off the side of the tow, Whoa. and another car had just nailed it, mm. like nailed the car that was dangling off. So I think that like this truck, this tow truck was driving and this car on the back like came off and this other car just drilled it like a, a, a huge fear, like final destination, like yeah. fear when driving on the road. Everybody like this is a prank my friends used to do. And I think it, it, it came from a 90s or early 2000s movie. I definitely don't think it's original to my friends. They're not nearly creative enough. But like when on a road trip, somebody be sleeping. And you'd get up like right back to one of those huge semis that are carrying like all, all the cars to the dealership, mm-hmm. you know? And you know, like the last one is like basically hanging off the back. And my friends, we'd like get up right on that car's butt. And then like everybody in the car would start screaming. And the one person who was asleep <laughs> would wake up, like look and see that car coming like right, seemingly right at us, you know? That's a huge fear. 
and it seemed like it happened on 264 this morning. So allow yourself extra time, and yes, that's why Nick Roush is behind. I tried to give him a heads up, but I, I, he may have already even been in the thick of it, or it was just there's not too much you can do. There's so many so many side roads you can take from the south end to to Taylorsville well, Road. So. And when this happens, I've I've experienced it before. So they've got three left lanes closed of 265 or four. So what's going to happen is all these side roads are going to get clogged and congested, and it's going to be a nightmare all morning. That's the way I see it. Probably so. But I, I'm I'm kind of with you on the whole like final destination scared of this thing. Not so much for me with cars on semis, but anytime you see one of those semis with the huge logs on mm-hmm. them, that's what I get worried about. And I about. think in final destination, that was literally like the 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 skit, the scene were the logs. Yeah, the logs are also scary. Uh, I just think anything on a truck. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trusting you. I don't even know you. I, I know that you can't even figure out a way to put on your turn signal, but I'm trusting you to make sure that your cargo and luggage is on there properly, where it's not going to fly off and kill me going 80 miles per hour on a road. Well, this, I, I, it is scary. This may be a hot topic or a hot take, and I, I might get roasted for it, but isn't it high time we stop trusting semi-drivers? I mean, we've had pigs in this city. We've had gallons and gallons of gasoline in this city. We've got a guy that can't even keep a car strapped to the back of his truck in this city. Like, it's it's getting out of control. I once had a kayak on the top of my car that I did not secure properly, and I'm going on 264, and I see, like, the side of the kayak right by my left ear as I'm driving. I'm like, that's not supposed to be there. And so, like, I had to pull over on the Waterson. This was probably about a year and a half ago. I had to pull over on the Waterson and, like, do this myself and it is terrifying to like mm-hmm. be on the side of the waters and as cars are zipping by you they move you it's crazy how much it moves you you already feel like just a dingus because like you know the kayak's not supposed to be in this awkward position here <laughs> it's supposed to be really noon to six and i've got it more going at like a three to nine sort of deal <laughs> uh, which is not good not good at all and so i'm like slightly panicking on the side of the Waterson. I cannot get this loop tied for whatever reason. I'm sh- I'm sure it's strictly just like the pressure of all of it. So I just opened the trunk and throw the kayak in the back of my trunk, which oh my I should gosh. have probably just done off the get-go and, and get on my merry way. But yeah, uh, I actually think per capita that semi-drivers are probably the best and safest drivers on the road. Probably so. But they're driving yeah. ginormous vehicles. Other little goobers just, don't know really how to deal with them. and they Just bad luck in Louisville. You know, probably everywhere, but you're all right. There's been beer cans on the road. Oh, I forgot about the beer. Don't forget yeah. about the beer. Two uh, two separate events with the beer, right? And about coming up on about ten years, probably been about eight years. Uh, beer truck was turning from Newburgh onto Eastern Parkway, which is kind of a sharp turn for a semi, and it had stuff on the back of it. It dropped like four or five kegs of beer. This was <laughs> Derby Derby Week. That's no good. My friends like grabbed two kegs. They're like, right. really? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> they took off with them. Oh yeah, it was a good time. Uh, anyways, Ralph should be here anytime. Hope you had a great Tuesday. Hope your Wednesday's off to a good start. We know everybody listens to Kentucky Roll Call for the traffic updates, especially the people out, living outside of Louisville. Uh, and that's why we love you all, especially. We had kind of forgotten that it was our birthday yesterday, so we're going to do more of a birthday celebration here today. Uh, we're going to give away some prizes. Going to give away Hey-o. some prizes. Uh, some of them, we won't tell you how. Others, you may just have to guess. What are some of the things that we like in the past Have we asked people to do, and they've done it? Uh, but most of the prizes are going to be not great prizes. <laughs> I mean, just full disclosure. <laughs> but three of them will be pretty cool. Love but it. any prize better than no prize, 
A free prize better than an expensive gift. Or, well, no, I guess not. If it's a gift, it's given to you. Oh, free's free. Okay, you got it. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Got our first taste of kind of conference college basketball last night. I shouldn't say first. It's happened. Uh, there, there's other conferences we're playing in December, even early December, some of them. Mm-hmm. But where it was just kind of like, hey, it's a Tuesday night. It's January. I want to see conference basketball. And there was a lot of it last night. We'll talk a little bit about it. But the story in college basketball, Scoots, it wasn't men's basketball. Did you see the Caitlin Clark game winner? Uh, no, last night? Yeah, you got to see oh, it. Oh, I'll check it out. Yeah. For like as much as popular as she is, as huge of a celebrity she is, to like hit that shot in that moment, basically hit it from, if I were guessing, like 28 feet and like a step back 28-footer, it was purdy. It was purdy. So uh, that was that was in college basketball last night. A lot of people forget about women's college basketball because UK stinks so badly at it. But it is pretty exciting elsewhere uh, for the teams that have good players. And hopefully, sooner rather than later, UK can, can oh, join the fold there. You just now seeing at it? At the buzzer. Did you ever check or out at that the bourbon? logo. Did you ever check out that Bourbon Street video? I did, yeah. Okay. Very disappointing. What? Yeah, it was disappointing. I don't know. When I, when I hear boob, I, I assume boobs. But it was literally boob disappointing not that she was the type of woman that i'd really want to see more of but wow yeah i don't know you, you boobs are one of those things you can't have one without the other is that's uh, preach go on i mean that's that's just how i feel we don't have roush here i, I need a number two this is a good rant go tell me more <laughs> i mean that's it that's how i feel I, I i just want two of them i don't want one uh fair enough <laughs> A lot of people say if you do like, have two boobs, you don't have one. It's like going to uh, it's like going to Salsaritas and you're ordering two tacos and they only give you one. It's, it's like, well, my meal's not complete. I want the other one. It's true. We love Salsaritas. We do. Hope you enjoyed their Taco Tuesday yesterday. If you did or did not, you can go back today. Roush finally getting in here. Hey oh. Looking still wearing the Bucky's toboggan. It's a new purchase. We'll probably be seeing that bad boy all winter. Wearing a vest, nice hoodie. Scoots is anti-boob. Breaking news. Yeah, well, anti-one boob. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't just want the one. Well, give him two, or just keep it to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Roush. Morning. Glad to see you. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Or else you'd be turning to one boob guy all day. <laughs> be rough. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up, because I. It uh, it is good all the way to Barton Road, and then as soon as you drive past that exit, it's standstill. So oh, so Newburgh, you get to Newburgh fine. You can get to Bardstown too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so maybe it's actually starting to like maybe, maybe find clear a way of clearing bit. it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. okay, that would um, be that'd be good. News. Appreciate the heads up. I was cutting it close anyway. Had the um, sick kids, man. You just you're like, oh well, they're sleeping in, and then you're like getting ready to leave, and then they wake up all sad mm-hmm. and snotty, and you're just like, oh. Uh, let me let me get the TV turned on for you. Mom can deal with you. So <laughs> here we are, ready to rock, ready to roll. Yes, a little Lucy. She's been waking up more lately. I think it's the pull ups, and when she like they don't absorb absorb as well. Like they're still diapers, you know. Right. But like right. they don't absorb as well. I think that's why she's waking up more. Is that like she's just not as comfortable sleeping? But yeah, she's been waking up too. Um, but not before I leave. 
Ooh. That's the wife's problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Suck it, Hannah. <laughs> no. Uh, good. Well, I hope they're feeling better. Hope whatever they're watching is really good. They should be listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Did you hear that we're going to give away some gifts today? I did. I yeah. did. I. Um... Nobody's won the first gift yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I um, I appreciated uh, <laughs> hearing a salute uh, yesterday on the Rutherford Show. I was driving around town. Um, good to know how few games Louisville has won while we've been on air. Very good to know. Now, the they di- were talking about us? Yeah, yeah, they gave us a congrats for I celebrating see, our birthday. I did see one text on the text line um, that said, sounds like KRC needs to be booted. So I figured they were talking mean stuff about us. Oh, I think I think it was just Louisville fans being like, yeah, they've been on the air too long, and we haven't won NCAA tournament game since they've been on the air, which is true. Zero NCAA tournament wins for Louisville since we got on the air, which was to kick off the 2018 uh, call, See, yeah. Yeah, conference year. play 2018. Correct. It was I right after the Citrus Music City Bowl, Bowl right after Shea uh, Gildas yeah. Alexander, sort of like 28 points against uh, Louisville and David Padgett, I believe. Was it been Padgett? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and then they went to that NCAA tournament with Mac the following year, but didn't. They lost in the first game. This was when Minnesota was the worst three point shooting team in the tournament. And they hit like 12 threes. Very funny. Very funny stuff. Um, but yeah, Kentucky, two 10 win football seasons since we've been on. The worst part, though, I guess that, that first year, or no, the second year, all the way to the Elite Eight. And we even had the little watch party at that pizza place in St. Matthews uh, yes. for the, the was it Corpus you? Christi? No, I don't think so. I think that was, oh no, yeah, I think you're right actually. Yeah. yeah. I get this, that game in the Stony Brook years mixed up. Yeah, Stony Brook that. was uh, 16. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we watched the first round of the tournament game and they went all the way to the Elite Eight. But uh, yeah, I think I don't think they've been to a second weekend since. So you got to get that mojo back. I've got uh, my 10 years doing radio at the Big X, like any day now. I don't know exactly what day it is. I'm just waiting for like a memory thing to pop up and let me know. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, I started like just doing kind of like some sample fill in shows in December of 2013. And then I got my own show in 2014, early in 2014. So I don't know when. So you're going to see me post probably about that too. What shows were you filling in for? Uh, they didn't really like have, it was kind of like a Perrin and Trevor afternoon show. And mm. I don't know what the deal was with it. People were out for holidays. I don't, they, it was, it was a, a lot of the programming was in flux at that time. Enough so that they gave a 22 year old a radio show. <laughs> well, that was also Perrin is notoriously late. So he's a great person to pair up with Trevor Kelsey. Oh, the, the- <laughs> I didn't know that he had oh, a reputation he, for being he late. Does. He, yeah, they. I'm trying to think of like the programming when I started back at the Big X. Uh, Coffee had a show. He had a show that was pretty popular for sure. Trevor was kind of doing like a jump around sort of deal. Then there was me. I think Dennison. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I want to say he's going on ten years too. I, I don't. I, I don't really know the rest of it. But it wasn't the programming you have now in twenty twenty four. But we can talk a little bit more about that later. But six years with KRC, that's pretty. That's cool. Doing radio in a market like Louisville, not always the easiest, and truthfully, not always the most fun. Um, although I do enjoy getting on and being able to talk. But for two hours every day for six years, thank and, you all for me, listening. Glad to still be doing it. Trevor and I probably have split right. We. Three and three. Yeah, I think this, this year point. you will be a longer KRC stay. Yeah, suck it, Trevor. Suck it, Trevor. Yeah, thank yeah. goodness. Whew. Also, they were talking about Rutherford yesterday about um, 
entertainment value of the YouTube cameras and mine and Gil's house versus Trevor's house. <laughs> yeah. M- Mike said that it's a great Tre- radio topic, darn it. Mike said that Trevor would have the higher highs if if we were to do that, but he said me and Gil would be more consistent entertainment. I, I felt good about that. I think that it's just the answers you and Gil. You, you can kind of break it up if you want, but if you just want to see a huge dude sleeping about 18 hours a day, <laughs> then you'd pick Trevor. Eating $110 worth of DoorDash. Not that I think you and Gil would be the epitome of excitement and TV entertainment necessarily. Not all the time. But there no. would at least be more movement. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. more movement. <laughs> There'd be more conversation. I do think you'd get like the Trevor. If Trevor knew there were cameras there, then that would be yeah. You know, I'd be interested to see what mm-hmm. he'd have up his sleeve there. But fun radio topic. All I'd go a, you and Gil for sure. All of a sudden, Trevor's just up dancing every night. <laughs> like Trevor, what's up? Oh, we got these cameras. I got to entertain people now. I can't sit on my couch anymore. Uh, you're giving him too much credit. <laughs> uh, Morning grab-and-go texter. We love Thornton's. If you're stuck in traffic, make sure you had stopped at Thornton's beforehand. It'll make sitting in traffic even better. You can have a 89-cents, 32-ounce soft drink, fresh fruit. It's a good-looking banana here. It's uh, probably a day from being a little too bruised, but for now, delicious. And they've got hot breakfast sandwiches also. Uh, I think they've got Pop-Tarts in there as well, if you're mm-hmm. still riding high from the Pop-Tart. Part- Pop-Tart Bowl. Happy hump day. Bad take, Scoots. Happy birthday, KRC. That's Shannon O'Bannon. Ooh, wonder what my bad take was. The one boob? One boob. I think it was the uni boob. Mm-hmm. That's a great take. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is. Like, I, I just... You all are okay with one boob? Better than no? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Texter says, car accident story. Ooh, I think this is South Georgia Wildcat. I always love his text. You know, that's <laughs> going to be something something interesting. Car, track, car truck accident story. When I was at UK, a semi full of items, including many jewel pods, crashed on the highway. One of my buddies knew a guy who just snatched a bunch of them. He bought thousands of pods from him for a great deal and then became the pod father when reselling from his apartment. Absolutely electric, seeing him toss them out at parties like $1 bills at Magic City. <laughs> oh. What is an odd thing to... I'm, I'm sure he had to sell them for less than what people could buy them yeah and also don't you have to be 21 anyway so you know maybe he could even sell them for more to younger guys oh that's true what how much do we think a jewel pod costs that's a great question 30 dollars. how much i'm just guessing 30 are we talking about like the whole contraption are we talking about just the replacement i'm gonna really show how dumb i am with this whole thing because i i would jewel pod is just one of those like it is what it is. You can't it's, replace it's the tip. it. tip. You just stick the tip on it, gotcha. and then it's, yeah. See, you already know more about yeah, this. Yeah, th- those are I'm like re- replacement things. So we're talking about how the much battery. the replacement thing costs. Yes. So I bet like 30 bucks. Eighteen ninety nine. I have no idea. I've got no clue. Yeah, I, I, you're, I, you you got a good number there, TJ, because I, I would think it would be less than 20. Anybody that I've ever been with when watching Price is Right is Always blown away by how great I am at the game. Okay, here you go. Y'all ready? Fifteen ninety nine will be my guess. Two a two pack you can get for thirteen forty nine. Okay, or you can get a four pack for twenty one ninety nine. Okay, okay. So a little bit about the price of a pack of smokes. I don't even know. What, I don't even know what the price of smokes. Those are about days. like depending on where you are, almost six bucks. A good crappy cigar costs about thirteen dollars. 
I, bought, I would say I, that's a good cigar. Bought one on Friday in hopes of smoking it. <laughs> it's still in the house. By the way, Shannon O'Bannon texted back in. She said it was the truck driver take. So oh. she's she's team one boob. Okay. Team no one boob. John here. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Man, I wish the cats were playing tonight, but we still have to wait a few more days. Hey, there is a lock for some cash. Check out the MVC and Purple Aces plus 14 and a half against Indiana State. If healthy, the Aces, you, if healthy, the Aces, you be good to go. On a side note, will we ever see Big Z playing for the Caps? We'll got to go talk to you later. All right, John. Love you. Don't love that text for a variety of reasons. Don't tell us there's a lock and then say, like, if. Because <laughs> no offense, we don't keep up with the Purple Aces. Okay, I will say here's one thing I I know about Indiana State. Only because they're pretty good at of their big man Avila, who's he's averaging, I don't know, 13 points a game. He's not their leading scorer, but he it's like Eight and a half boards, six and a half assist. He's a leading rebounder and a sister. And uh, they call him like the um, the the G5 Jokic because he's, he's balling he's, out there. He's a huge guy. He's six foot ten, but he shoots flat-footed. He, he kind of looks fat if yeah. we're just going to come out and say it. Yeah, like, he has no I'm athleticism all, I, at all. There's nothing I love more in college basketball than an overweight player that's good. Yeah, like, oh. people always and, go crazy over like a fat man touchdown in college football. Fat people in college football are like the lifeblood. Without yeah. them, the sport doesn't exist. I get it when they score a touchdown and they get rewarded with six points. It's a huge deal, and they should celebrate and go bonkers. But in basketball, your ass gets run off the court if you're too big. Well, and that was, unless you do something just extraordinary. And this dude from Indiana State, I agree with. They had a guy. He was at a small school in New York who just was obese, and he. He wasn't good. He he was not. But you was know, that the white guy Ralph? fun for the internet. Yeah, and he was he like was, actually fat. Avila is he a was big, huge, yeah. a big boy. This guy, I was like, how do you play basketball and like weigh that much? I love it because you would. That, that's the part I think that's the fun dichotomy of it all. It's like you you have to run up and down. How do you? This is a sport with a lot of running. You're gonna shed pounds, right? Well, some some big boys are just big boys, and that's why Avila he it, it works great for him because he's he's thick. But, man, if he stopped playing basketball, who? Yeah, the thing is, they only list him at 240, which for 6'10", 6'11", that's nothing. That's a lie. That, there's, I, there's, I, I, be, I believe you. I don't yeah. think that that's accurate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 6'10", 640 is not like anything. You're right. That's blue. that's like a normal weight for a big guy. I would think he'd be like, closer to 260. Look at that. I mean, terrible radio. But look at that picture of that guy. That dude is a hoss. Yeah. He's, he's a big, big boy. Big boy. And it moved oh, your pictures. But sure did. Nevertheless. What the hell? He's a big boy. But he moves well. In the uh, Indiana State is what are they in Missouri Valley? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he wears goggles. Like, how awesome is that? They're they're probably the like I, I are they our the, sweetheart team. I think they got to be our let's get them into the tournament team because every once in a while you get. Um, I mean, I'm putting I'm gonna put some of these on the there was a, Instagram. This guy, I'm in. Sorry, John, I'm actually gonna be betting Indiana State. <laughs> <laughs> But I do appreciate you tipping us off to this game because uh, it, it allowed us to bring up this big boy. There's a, I think it was East Tennessee State last year where he was a Tennessee transfer who was just awesome and ball out of that or Chattanooga. But it's it's fun when you can pick out a small school early and just be like, all right, it's a weird guy. I know a lot of people did that um, for the kid from Ohio a few years ago that ended up doing well in the NCAA tournament. Do you remember his name? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the kid from Ohio. Jason Priestley or mm-hmm. something like that. Scoots. Not ringing a bell. No, doesn't ring a bell for me either. But they, they won a couple games in the tournament, and 
the Mark Titus podcast was just like trying to will him into the tournament. <laughs> he ended up being awesome. So maybe we can will uh, Avila, which I know that's not it's Robbie it's, Avila. That's how it's spelled and it's pronounced differently. Maybe we can build them in the Sycamores into the NCAA tournament. Is he leading the Missouri Avila? Valley? Is that how you said it's pronounced? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Avila. Is he leading the Missouri Valley in assists by chance? I mean, look at the stat line. 15-5. I'm just going to round up. 16.7 rebounds, four assists. Yeah, pretty good. It was Jason Preston was the name I was trying to think of uh, from Ohio the other year. Let's see what Zach Eady's stat line is. Oh. Ooh, I'm player of the year. <laughs> you know, you know Avila. All right, 23 points to Avila 16. Eady scoring more. That's understandable. 10 rebounds. To Avila's seven. All right, he's rebounding more, but he is six inches taller. Understandable. Oh, that's weird. Four assists to one and a half. Wow, that's Why embarrassing. Black hole down there in the in the paint. I think I'd <laughs> I think I'd rather have somebody that's willing to share the ball instead of Mr. Ballhog Zach Eady over there. Well, Eady Eady just doesn't have teammates that can knock down shots. Okay, that's, that's true. the difference. That is true. Robbie Avila transfers to Purdue after this year. Grows another <laughs> six inches. Another grab-and-go Thornton's text line. Texter, thanks for texting in, John. Have a great day, buddy. Scooter Uniboob Dingus certainly knows how to pile on the nicknames, and that's from Shano. <laughs> Scooter. So he's anti-Uniboob. He's, he's... Oh, what about uh, Total Recall? Three boobs. Mm. Nah, that's too much. That's over. <laughs> Overkill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, too, that that, was, that became the kind of Marilyn Manson thing in the 80s, but they were like, is it? Is that real? Is that real? Have you all seen Paul? People wondered if it was real. I I think there was some wishful thinking amongst teenagers. (laughs) Have you all Kelsey amongst them? Y'all seen Paul with Seth Rogen, the movie about the alien? Uh, no, heard of it. So one of the guys in there, he's like an artist, and he does this sketch with an alien with three boobs. And every time he shows it to somebody, their reaction is three boobs. Awesome. (laughs) I've seen I've seen Paul. It's been a very long time. I forgot about that. It's a great (laughs) reference, though. Text on in 502-414-1450. Adam Shipley says, why is Perrin known for being late? Happy six years, gang. Because he'd show up late. He's very late to things. I've, I've been, uh, he, I think he was on the trip with us um, to Southern Miss once upon a time. I think he was. But yeah, he, he was so late to Drew's wedding that he just didn't show up. What? <laughs> he's like, well, Perrin's supposed to be here. And then it was like two hours later, and it's like, yeah, I don't think he's going to make it. <laughs> uh, miss seeing Perrin Johnson around, though, doing his media thing. I guess he's not just – just. he was doing some stuff over at the uh, at our friends at 680. I don't know if he does or doesn't anymore. Yeah. I, he, I don't think he's a huge fan of mine. Yeah. he Well, he has some wild takes on the internet sometimes. He does. That just don't – you're like, what? What are, what are you talking about? It's um, all right. Everybody's entitled to their opinions. Yeah. yeah. People have Got, takes. Uh, he, he, I know that – Scoot's tra- not I, here for one boob. So that's a take. <laughs> I enjoyed when he was at, uh, at, at the Big Axe. I hadn't listened to him a lot. I think he'd fill in with Sweeney every now and then back in the day. Uh, but besides then, haven't heard a lot from him. But hope he's doing well. Sweeney now doing Colts radio. <laughs> no, it's he's in a him being able to do NFL. It's like perfect. For Wait, him. what's he doing? It's morning he's, in Indy. He's a competitor against us. He's doing mornings, which I can only imagine how much he hates. Just for first and foremost. But he's not doing Colts games. Yeah, I mean, no, he's, he's like doing he's the, doing sports radio, and their main subject is the Colts. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is a great spot for him. Mm-hmm. Let's take our first break. Still haven't given away uh, any of the the prizes yet. But there's like, you know, there's things you all have to do too. Hasn't happened just yet. That being said, 
Segment two, we will give away. We'll give away a t-shirt in segment number two. Wow. Keep listening. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, yeah. Nick Roush, Justin Gale. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Shut up. I don't shut up. Shut up. I, I grow, grow up. And when I look at you, I throw up. Take out the papers and the trash. Or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrub that kitchen floor, you ain't gonna rock and roll no more. I've been going through old Kentucky Roll Call stuff. I just searched Kentucky Roll Call on Facebook, and it led me to uh, a picture of Trevor's car parked at the Christmas party one year, which was just in the middle of the road. He just parked the car in the middle of the road. Thought it was like an appropriate place. I'll put it on the Instagram page where you can go see Robbie Avelia and his sexiness, and now you can see maybe one of the worst park jobs in the history of parking, this was from four years ago at the Christmas party, which we didn't have a Christmas party this year, except for ours at Roosters, which was a good time. Um, all right. Let's make sure nothing on here that I can't post. All right, we're good. Uh, yeah. We're good. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, Text on in to the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. We're going to give away a T-shirt this segment. Scooch, do the phone lines work? They do. Uh-huh. Okay. If you can call in and tell us the name of the show that started before Kentucky Roll Call the first day we ever went on air, January 2nd, 2018. It featured Scooter Dingus as the producer, mm-hmm. then known as Justin Kalen. Do we want to put the caller through, or do we just you want me to just get the answer? I want to put the caller through. Okay. Oh, that'd be exciting. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. can do it. We'll do our year in review yes or tomorrow and our predictions for 2024 wild and crazy takes. You want to give away the phone number or no? Uh, no. <laughs> 502-384-1450. Yeah, just what was the show that played before ours? Yeah, what was the name of the show that played before ours? We'll give away a t-shirt. That was, that was on from 6 to 8. We were 8 to 10. Yes. I also thought that could be a good question. It's like, when was our original start time? But I think that'd be easy. Yeah. Well, and I think we've got a call. Scoot says something. This is exciting. He just threw the answer right out at me and was incorrect. So, not putting him through. Well, we, we <laughs> oh, the, my gosh. You were cracking up and stuff. That's that's what it should be on the air, Scoots. <laughs> just You've been wasting, doing this too long. Like, wasting good the moment, radio. The funny moments need to be on air. It wasn't good radio. It was just the guest. I was not expecting the guest. What was the guest? He went with just the tip. <laughs> which- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that'd be another good trivia question. People forget we were co-workers with Alan Cutler and Michael Bennett there for a bit. A day and a half. Yeah, was that really I mean, all it was, a day and a half? <laughs> they, 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 it seemed like two weeks of them whining and complaining <laughs> about this, that, and the other. Can we tell this story now? I think we can. Well, they had to they had to like test everything every day. I'll never forget that. Hey, we want to test today. Like it's very like old school yeah. cutler like journalism thing. Mm-hmm. Like you got to make sure it works. Make sure, sure it works again, again and again. It's like, "Oh, buddy, you don't know how the big X works. Nothing works ever. We don't check it." But, but yeah, I think we could tell that. They story. they tried to get us moved out of our time slot. 
Mm-hmm. Like passionately tried to get us moved out of our time slot. I think it was they just wanted us like an hour, right? Like they wanted to go seven to nine or, or eight to ten, or maybe even just nine. Actually, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the deal was. Color didn't want to compete against Matt Jones, is what it came down to. Yeah. So he, I think he wanted his show to lead into Matt's. I think he wanted them to go eight to ten, and us either to go six to eight or. 10 to noon or something like that. Yeah, it was something along those lines. Right, right. And they just like couldn't believe that we wouldn't move our time. The, there was a they were they they were very there, surprised. There was some line um, that I heard through the grapevine. It was like, well, they, they're they're motivated. They'll they'll do radio whenever. Like it was, it was something along the lines of like <laughs> R- Roush will. Like just, we've been doing this for four years at a certain time, and no problem switching times. Yeah, like oh, the, the, and it's like I mean. Do do a show for a little bit. Yeah, you, like yeah. Like maybe we can talk about it. But. And I'll I'll also I, I like color. I really do. He's got that personality that like you you obviously are going to have to poke fun at some of the things that he says. But uh, I think his first day, Scooter, maybe it was the half day, the one after. It was one of the two days that they were on air here. But he was like, I've never had a radio show that didn't reach number one. And I know that I'm going against Matt Jones, but I think we know how this is going to end and quickly. And then they couldn't and, come up with a freaking name. Like that's why it ended because they couldn't agree on the name. <laughs> that is that like it oh, wasn't it man. wasn't a bunch of sixteen year olds doing radio. It was grown men couldn't I, agree. And on granted, a name. I, I think they weren't the best pair. Those two, I don't. I think they didn't mix all that well with one another. They could have been though. That's the thing. Like they're they're both polarizing enough that could have worked. I think that that makes good radio is when people are kind of unpredictable. And I'll say that at least about Bennett. That dude was unpredictable. <laughs> uh, you weren't really sure what take he was going to come in with. Um, but, yeah, that that was a fun history of Big X Sports Radio. Of course, you had Real Talk with Benny T. Mm. Uh, that was another funny Big X story. Oh, man, forgot about Real Talk. I had to do a couple of remotes with him. We just At, at the, at the uh, Indian place? No, nah, there was one at a pizza place. And then maybe I only did one with him because that's the only one. I, I went. I went to one or two with him just to kind of help him out, just make him feel comfortable going out to places. And uh, the Indian was, place had to always sounded awkward. I don't think that's still open, is it? It's not. I'd, it's not. Yeah. It's not still open. Not, not built for success. I'll Some say what, it's Benny because T of did his best though to try to keep that place afloat. He promoted the place to high heavens. Uh, I just don't. You know, it didn't it didn't work out unfortunately. Yeah, but one morning we just walk into the studio and there's this guy in the corner and we're like. Hey, I'm here. I'm I'm gonna probably be selling advertising for your all show. I just want to get a feel for who you all are and kind of the background of the show, so I know how to sell it. We were like, "Oh man, look at us! We're big time." It turns out he just wanted a radio show. Was and that Benny? It was Benny. Oh, I don't. He remember just wanted that. a radio show, oh, okay. and his way in was like, "I'm gonna sell, and I'm gonna sell, and maybe you all can give me like an hour, and I'll keep selling." And uh, so they were like, "Oh, okay, you know, we'll see." That's how I got in, too. That's told, how people told Duke and I was going to sell, and I never sold. Actually, I did sell one. Well, you haven't made a dollar off the get a good guess for money <laughs> sweepstakes over the last two years. No. So I believe that you're that you're not selling. <laughs> I'm not motivated by money. And then, let's see. Then we get Rutherford into the Big X family. All these things happening in the six years that Kentucky Roll Call has been around. Uh, and that's a huge addition. Now we feel like we've we got Spears. When did he start? Twenty uh, twenty? No, it was I definitely it was, during the pandemic. I thought it was before that because he had his afternoon show, the afternoon drive. Oh, it may and have then, been. And then it went to. Actually, I can probably go back and look. Let me let me see if I can do some yeah. digging. See <laughs> There's been a lot started. of fun stuff with uh, Kentucky Roll Call Big Exports Radio. We're looking for the name of the show Scoots was on. 
uh, or produced before us. And it always ended with, take your medicine. Yeah, it was like punk rock music to end, um, which everybody, that's what you love at 749. So Spears has uh, shows in his show file for the afternoon drive starting in 2018. In, in January, yeah. Oh yeah, didn't him and Benny like go back to back and like have yeah. to share the studio? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there some some drama there? Uh, not that I recall, but oh. maybe I'll I'll dig with Spears a little bit today. See if I can. Oh man, that, I thought that, you had some rich. stories, but okay, yeah. Spears will be back on today. Correct. And I like Benny T too. I, I think he just I don't know if he was super comfortable just doing radio by himself. I think he would have been better as like a producer, or co-host, or sort of deal. I have no idea what he's up to nowadays, but uh, but yeah. Uh, let Spears reflect on his time at Big X, too. <laughs> it's a new year. It's the time to do that sort of stuff. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We've had a bunch of regular guests over the years, or somewhat regular guests over the years. Uh, we, it's, a, it's a fun it's a fun show. Yeah, maybe maybe we get Bobby Regan on the line at some point. I Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I always enjoyed the basketball conversations with Bobby Regan. Um, Roush, what, is, what should we... The transfer portal is closed now? Yes. So you can't... Go in. Go in until when? Uh, uh, spring practice. Now... So that, and for some places, like a month and a half? Month? I, I, it's it's basically April. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you, it's after spring practice. After, okay. So it's like April 15th through May 22nd or something like that. Oh, so a long bit. Well, like I, you're, in, you're at your school for this semester. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and, and I know they're... Like I heard that Alabama players, they can have until the sixth to enter the portal because of their bowl game, but I I don't think that that's the case for Kentucky. Like, if you played later in the year, you get a little bit extra time to make your decisions. Um, but I believe Kentucky guys are done. I saw where like Lynn had a he just posted thoughts on his Instagram story for a minute. People, you know, did the <gasps> um, the kind of last gasp, but yeah. Um, no, no big news for Kentucky. On January second, you had some big names though, um, like Caden Salter, the the Liberty quarterback. He was the biggest one um, that I saw enter the portal yesterday. South Carolina lost another player, Big Sprouse. They lost a linebacker, a uh, good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, his name's escaping me right now, but I just had it and I saw it there. Um, no, I'm not Jarente Davis. Either way, um, yeah, they. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Grayson uh, Howard, one of their leading tacklers. Unfamiliar personally, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. Good enough. Yeah. Big, big loss. I saw South Carolina fan media being upset about it, so that's Mm -hmm. usually the stuff you need to know. Uh, I've seen UofL fans get like, they're kind of nervous. The Kevin Coleman one was definitely worth you mentioned that yesterday. Sounding an alarm. I guess once you did that, I started like looking at it, more Twitters and stuff like that, and uh, L fans are kind of like, Ew, what, what's going on? Especially because he was supposed to be a... They got him after his freshman year, and he was pretty good last year. Not great, but you'd think he would be a featured part of the offense next year, him like Jimmy Callaway. Uh, but no, not the case. Oh boy, South Georgia Wildcats done it again on Twitter. He posted our faces on a U of L title banner, and it says no NCAA tournament win since these guys were on the radio. <laughs> I would love to see that at the Yum Center, <laughs> especially Scoots's with the headset on. <laughs> <laughs> Sc- 
Can you tell? Well, I guess for all the games you call play by play, you've got one of those all in. I'm just never not going to be a sucker for bad Photoshop. <laughs> I guess you think I'd get over it by now, but no, no. I Is this haven't. on Twitter? It's I retweeted oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I'll put it on the Instagram. Fun fact, page. that picture, Roush, is actually probably from, I don't know, 2015, maybe? Oh, no, no yeah, surprising. It's, it's well, old. It's like uh, my uh, my profile picture is also from 2015. First game at Kroger Field, or New Commonwealth Stadium, whatever they called it. Boom Williams scored in Louisiana Lafayette. Now I'm at the point, it's like, do I ever change it? My profile picture is from 2019, so that's going on. This fall, it'll be five years. My dad's Facebook picture is from 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. So, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I think the picture is him on top of the World Trade Center with his ex girlfriend <laughs> that he's cut off, that he's cropped out of the picture, and it's just been that Facebook picture of his for ever since he's had a Facebook. Wow. Uh, but. It <laughs> Show you a picture of it. It is the the oh only. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it looks good though. The only it is on top of the World Trade Center, isn't it? <laughs> it is. The only problem in your story though, TJ, is Facebook wasn't invented till twenty to two thousand four. I said since he had Facebook. Well, yeah, his his picture is from two thousand though. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody know what we're doing today? <laughs> Nobody knows the name of Scoot's show before no us. Like, no. No the, the Indiana-based show. A podcast listener won't let us down. For Take sure. your medicine. All right, so you think UK? It is what it is until the spring. Maybe in the, in the spring you will definitively hear new names leaving, but you'll probably hear some. Yeah. New, but you can still can you still get people? Can you? Like, yes, you can uh, still get people because this weekend they're going to be hosting visitors. Uh, I believe the window, forgive me if the date's wrong, is the 7th through the 10th or like the 6th through the 10th. Basically, they're giving them one more weekend to host visitors. Uh, we know of one, it will be Xavier Bosley, who was at Jacksonville State. Um, he's from West Virginia. He's going to also visit West Virginia and Pitt. Kentucky's getting the last official visit. I worry a little bit about his size, and that's probably why he ended up at Jacksonville State. But he performed well enough to get the attention of some Power 5 schools. So um, he'll be visiting Kentucky. You need some offensive tackles. Uh, at least, ah, offensive tackle. This guy could be one. Not sure about elsewhere, but I did see there was a, a pretty big name who was a five-star a year ago. Um, Zaylance Hurd, I think is his last name, from LSU. Offensive tackle, former top 25 recruit in 2023 recruiting class. He's in the portal. Um there was a really good corner from South Alabama. I know Kentucky offered one of his teammates, so maybe they might be in the mix for, for, for another secondary there, player. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, but it's one of those that you, you just kind of, like, I, I feel like I'm just catching my breath, and this all of a sudden I'm like, oh, yeah, we've got one more transfer portal weekend. Uh, oh, oh, okay, all right. Let's, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens here. Personally, are you, like, the next week, you can exhale and be like, all right, now we're kind of like, I can chill a little bit till spring. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still... Light at the end of the tunnel moment. Right. My head's still spinning a little bit. And also, I don't know... Keyshawn Silver was a great get when they did this last year. But that was also one of those things that popped up on a Friday. He committed on a Sunday and was like, oh, we got this guy who was a former five-star. Great get. And he turned into being a rotational starter. I don't, I don't, you know, I, he, he played a lot, right? And he was a pretty good ball player for him this year. I don't know if they're going to fall into that. 
Okay. Right. Like I, it, it feels like not something at, that happens every year. It, and it also feels like they're just, they, they kind of need some bodies and how eager are they to get bodies now when they can just wait till the spring. Mm-hmm. Right. Are there better options out there then? That's a good point. So, uh, that, that's kind of the, the, the numbers game you play and why I'm not sounding any alarms if they, if they don't get somebody within the next week or so. Okay, I think that's a, that's something we probably should remember to say again in a week or so, or 10 days, where if it's not another edition, or maybe it's just one and it's underwhelming, or people it's viewed as underwhelming, it's not to panic, because this is kind of where the brakes are being pressed down hard right now, mm-hmm. and then it'll be about a month and a half, and it seems like UK usually starts late February, early March for spring. Yeah, yeah, like February... 16th or something like that. And then that usually means that, like, all right, it's going to heat back up. Oh, here's a question, though. Uh-oh. Will we have a spring game? Oh. There's been one spring game since 2019. That's it? That's I it. don't think they have an excuse this year. That's what I mean, but what's what excuse? Text in on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 We'll get you $5 to Salsarita is the one we like the best. That will be prize number well, one. We haven't given away a prize yet. Yeah. Um, what is the excuse Mark Stoops is going to use to not have a spring game? Somebody brought up a close name to the show that Scoots was on. That's correct. I don't think it is. I thought you were the... There's two, there's two different names. Oh. So we started on one name. And transition to this second name. So I think that winner, I think that one wins. Okay. Well, well, I knew your show, Scoots, as Morning Madness. Correct. That's what we started as. And then Jim wanted to have more of a Indiana angle to it. So he changed it to Indiana Sports Beat. While you were still there, though. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then we'll give, all right. We split, we split half our time. 502-649 number. Oh, and a great year. For the last four digits. So there's your, if you want to steal this person's phone number, there's your hint. 502 649, great year, the last four digits. <laughs> People are going to be like, 2012, 1991, as if you all just want this random person's phone number to begin with. Uh, all right. Well, give us your info so we can get you a t shirt. And if it's something that I can like hand deliver in town, even better. Um, but let us know. You got a t shirt, buddy. Let us know what size you want. Oh, man. What was the other one? Where were we going before that? Sorry. I got distracted because we actually were going to give away a prize. Uh, best excuse to not have a spring game that Mark okay. Stoops is going to come up with. Because he would love to not have one. And here's the thing, too. There's other schools around the SEC feel the same way, but they just won't do it. So, like South Carolina, they had their starting left tackle go out with a season-ending injury on his left, mm-hmm. left knee in the spring game. I'm just not a believer in, like, you can – skirt injuries like the, yeah exactly I, you're going to practice Matt exactly if yeah. you if you want to compromise just host a practice at the field and do a couple of live periods or like at a basic minimum do like a seven on seven so you can see the quarterback and wide receivers yes. go against the db and, like, and, and, and if you don't want the, your big uglies to get hurt because they're big and the falls can be awkward i understand that i mean i, I don't think that that's a smart strategy but you got to get some you got to do something to make fans excited about football season to keep the juices flowing let us in watch we just want to watch brock grand vandegrift throw passes yep. that's that's all yep new quarterback let us let us see him sling it please yeah, I'm you with you. Too much. Uh, what are the excuses going to be? What if Stoops just came out like the week before and he was like, hey guys, we're not going to do spring game. We're going to work on our prevent defense. <laughs> I'd be, you know what, if that, I'd be like, all right, if, if you're really going to work on it, 
Also, secondly, I think the UK fan contingent in Austin, Texas, just this is out of the blue, I think it's going to be pretty nutty. Like, I I know UK fans that I haven't talked to in years be like, you think you're going to go to that Austin game? I think me and the family are going down there. It's like, we're going to try to go too. Which, by the way, if you look like Verbo's and Airbnb's, which I did like three days ago, all these houses on Lake Travis, is that the lake down there? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Roush. Pretty awesome. I think Luckett's already got our spot. You should have the KSR just go bonkers with it being thanks the week before Thanksgiving. But if any of my family is listening, we should jump on a place. We should <laughs> jump on a place pretty soon. We need to go to a break, don't we? All right. Let's go to a break. You were muted there, Scoots. Yep. Hour right. number two coming up next. More prizes to give away. Kentucky Roll Call. Big X Sports Radio. We're going to talk about Big Z when we return. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We love Thornton's. You do as well. We told you about Salsaritas. Keep them in mind for your lunch and dinner needs this evening or all week. And then want to tell you about our friends at Shady Rays. ShadyRays.com, the best polarized sunglasses. If you're unfamiliar with what makes them so popular, if you get your sunglasses, you lose, you break them, or you just want your pair resent to you because you like them so much, small processing fee. We're talking small. Bada boom, bada bing, you get your order sent right back to you. Uh Let's say you get your sunglasses and they're just not what you were looking for. They don't fit your face as well as you thought. They don't look as good as you thought. I find that hard to believe. I'm sure you look amazing in them. 30-day money-back guarantee, no processing fee, just they're going to make it right for you. But if you lose or break them, you can buy with confidence at Shady Rays because you know you can get that same pair of sunglasses, snap your fingers right back to you just like that. I have to do that today. Do your pair? Do you've never followed through with the getting your pair resent to you? It's I super, haven't. It's super easy. Well, because I've never really needed to. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to just order them just because. But so I've been looking for a pair of mine for like two weeks now. I've looked everywhere that I thought they would be. Can't find them anywhere. So luckily, it was one of the pairs I had bought, so I can do the replacement pair. Promise. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think a lot of people think like, well, they probably make you jump through some hoops, or it's uh, takes a long time, or it's an annoying process. It's like takes. 30 seconds. It was so easy. Uh, I couldn't believe that like it was that easy because I figured just everybody uh, would take advantage of that, which admittedly, I I do. So you should as well. ShadyRays.com and do not forget that promo code BIGX for 40% off. And Roush, we've got some news on Big Z. He's back. He's back, but he's not all the way back. He's free... Of the grips of the Republic of Croatia. He's free from the Balkans. He's not free from the NCAA. You are right about that. The NCAA did just open back up for the new year yesterday. And now Jeff Drummond, he tweeted out, I I don't think he came back unless UK felt good about this. Roush, my read on this is like, does UK know anything about this? 
Like, aren't you led to believe that UK is just in the dark as anybody else is in this whole ordeal? Maybe the NCAA has given them a timeline that just hasn't been leaked to us, or maybe the NCAA has said, hey, everything's looking good, but we, we just have to sign off on this, and the holidays came, so we had to leave, Like, but you, just be patient with us. Maybe they've done that, but I don't think so. I think everybody's kind of in the dark with this. How many times do we hear in October and November and December that, like, it could be this week, we're feeling pretty good about it, and then, of course... The Christmas break happens, and he's going to go home for Christmas, but he's not coming back. Why would he? He's not going to get cleared. Well, sure enough, it just seems like every chance somebody's had to be wrong about something in the Big Z, ourselves included, myself included, we have been. People didn't think he was going to come back. He's back. It never made sense for me. It never made sense to me why he wouldn't come back. Going against Bradshaw and Yagana and those guys are going to be better than whatever he's doing in Croatia. Now, missing home and missing your family and being halfway or all the way around the world. I'm sure that's probably not easy for an 18-year-old. But he's back. No update on eligibility. Although, Roush, you know, how much longer can it go? Like, the season's halfway over. The... Yeah. I, well, I, I don't want to be Debbie Downer because, like, it's it's very easy this time of the year. We just, we just went through the house of Christmas. Bowl season. It's all over. The holiday blues. Yeah. Seasonal depression. Yeah. Um, but there is just another funny word for being bummed out. <laughs> but I, 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 I like that people were trying to take a glass half full approach and be like, well, why would he come back if he didn't think he had a chance? Well, I know why. Cause like being in America is kind of, kind of neat. And like you're playing on a good team. You mm-hmm. have friends over here. He seems and like it, he's having a blast. Yeah. And you're also, even if you're not playing, I got to imagine that. This prep is pretty decent draft prep. Practicing against Aaron Bradshaw and you go and all that. So, yeah, I, I I do think it is a positive sign of the good culture they've created. I think it's a fun team. Like it's good. Like it, it's it's all good, but it isn't. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. I don't think UK. I don't think anybody knows anything. To your point, um, they were kind of expecting things, and now they're kind of like, all right. What so what what's the what's the real deal here? That's the part where I'm sure even UK is trying to make sense of why nothing has been said or done. It seems confusing all around. Uh, I mean, people just make money in high school now. Like, it just is the thing that happens. Who cares what he had made in Croatia? Correct. Like, is this some Croatian superstar that had a 15-year career in the Balkans and now he's ready to go dominate people that he's 15 years older? I mean, they're doing a semantics game. And it's the same thing that they did with Overtime Elite, right? Like, all right, we're doing semantics here. They're getting paid money. It's just whatever you want to call it. And it seems like whatever Overtime Elite, it seems like they have found the formula where it's like, hey, as long as we check these boxes, you're going to be NCAA eligible. And the NCAA doesn't care anymore. But you are right. There was that period of like, why even mess with the OTE guys? The NCAA is not going to let them in. You did have that briefly, and that got figured out. Maybe they're still kind of going through the same transitions with international players, although international players are not nearly as new to the college basketball scene as o- OTE guys are. OTE is much newer than international guys. UK's had international guys for decades on decades on decades, as has college basketball in, in its entirety. Uh, one texter does put this does bring up this situation. We're jumping ahead of the text line a little bit here. Uh, see if I can find it. Well. In the meantime, I'm going to read a score. I don't think Scoots sent it over, but I'll get oh, it. Oh, no. What? Scoots. I send everything over. That's okay, buddy. I could have just missed it. 
going with that. But it's about you, Roush. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I hope they're going to get me. I really do apologize for how long this is taking. Okay, here it goes. Why is Nick a Debbie Downer about Z and calling him underwhelming on KSR Plus when the kid hasn't even played yet? He didn't have to come back, Nick. Just a bad take about B-ball from a I football stand. I even said it on there. I'm just depressed right now, and everything I have is negative. Like, I don't know like I, I don't know how else to say it. I've, I've, yeah, it sucks. Just, just kind of down. I've got a negative spin on everything. Well, so. It's the end of the holidays. We'll and, get out of and, it. And also, like the, even if he does get clear, I, I, that is, I'm very, I'm not backing off that take at all. Like I don't, I don't know how good this guy is. Yeah, we have no idea how. Good I, this I, guy is. I, if he, if he is cleared, like it's, it's mostly positive just for the the foul trouble game that's going to strike at some point, right? We don't. We, we have. Uh, Nathan, how do you use? Like I, I just, I have no idea what to expect from him. But I'd err on the side of caution rather than like, he's going to be a future first rounder. It's like, well, if he was going to be a future first rounder, he'd have already done it. So, uh, you know. I have no idea what we're going to get as a player. And anybody's opinion, Roush's, Scoot's, mine, it's just as fair as anybody else's unless people have watched the team practice and watched him work out and do that stuff, which as far as I know, Roush, there's not a media member out there that's in the capacity to be able to speak on that if they have done that, which they probably haven't. I don't think Big Z changes the outlook of this season in the slightest without a injury occurring, which fingers crossed, you know, that doesn't happen. Although odds with UK basketball seem to suggest something will happen, but they don't need it. Like if, if you think UK is good enough to win a national championship, then that has nothing to do with Big Z. If you don't think UK is good enough to win a national championship, that also doesn't have anything to do with Big Z. And people may hear that second part and be like, well, whoa, whoa, what if he's a star? That could change things. He's not going to be a star. Like, he's not going to be a superstar. Not coming in in January to a team that's ranked number six in the country, like, he could be a pleasant surprise. He could even potentially be like a Reed Shepard pleasant surprise. I mean, I think that's highly, highly unlikely. But he could be a pleasant surprise, and would that still make him a better option than Bradshaw? Probably not, unless, like, it's a big surprise. Would it make him a better option than you gonna? Well, if you need offense, maybe. But we we just don't know. We don't know. We do know that you uh, gonna on Enzo is a great shot blocker, and he's a defensive threat. Do we know that Big Z can even do those things? I mean, he's huge, so hopefully he can bl- shot, block some shots at some capacity. But And then, all right, maybe UK just wants to play small. And that worked out well with Trey Mitchell and a do at the five and the four. At which case, where does Big Z fit into that equation? He doesn't. So I think this Kentucky team is what it is, unless Big Z is this huge surprise. And we'll eat crow if we're wrong about that. And not that he can't help the team. From a foul trouble standpoint, he can. Uh, again, maybe maybe he is like close in the neighborhood of a shot blocker as Uganda is, but his offensive game is more advanced. So if Bradshaw needs a break, you feel better putting him in there. Who knows? I just want to find out. I just want to see. Like I want to see this dude play basketball. Yeah. I want to see this guy in an SEC game. And my guess is he's just going to be behind, and he's probably going to be a year or two away. Also... But I want to see it. I want to know. Like I want to. I want to feel confident about it. Why am I pessimistic about it? I don't know. It's January and he's not played a game of basketball yet. Yeah. Like the. the, the I'm totally all right with people being pessimistic about the whole situation just because it is weird and it's annoying and why is it taking so long when the UCLA Spaniard was cleared just like that? I just I would push back on like, well, he's going to stink anyways because we don't know. Maybe he will right. yeah, again. Yeah. Anybody's right. opinion, but we don't know. Scoots. 
I don't know either. Do you want a big Z at IU? Um, if I can get guaranteed that he's going to be all good to go. Well, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants him just to be like a cheerleader. <laughs> Although he does seem like a good teammate. Seems like he's loving. Like despite being sick for the first six weeks of him being in America, seems like he's loving the country, loving life. Had to leave his girlfriend behind. Mm, it's tough. I don't know if the food in Bloomington will help his rumbly tums. Uh, in Lexington, it's just been a disaster. I don't know. The, Kil- the Kilroy's cheese sticks. That could cure anything. Shannon O'Bannon wins $5 to Saucerita. Hey! Woo! She accomplished the first prize, which was retweeting the show tweet. Wow. Big time. Wait, but I retweeted it. You quote tweeted it. Sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no Saucerita bucks for you. Dang it. Uh, texter on the Thornton's text line we didn't get to finish yesterday. A texter says, lifelong Finns fan. Man, I'm just side note here. I'm annoyed with my friends. <laughs> you know, like all L fans, they like jumped in on the Ravens bandwagon. Lamar yeah, of course. And whatnot. Understand. And, and my goodness gracious, the Ravens were really, really good. Uh, did not especially see their defense being as good as they were this year. Uh, but they're having a great season. They call the Ravens the Vins. Really, just ticks me mm, off. That's no good. Yeah, you should be, you should go to jail. I'd not be yeah. friends with them at a minimum. Yeah, and then maybe not prison, but jail. The Vins. And then in that friend group is a U of L fan who likes the Ravens, but he's a lifelong Dolphins fan, and he calls the Dolphins the Fins. Because that is a pretty normal. Fin, yeah, yeah, Fins has been around for a long time, and they don't. It's not even like just cutting half of it off. It's like with an F because a fin is a real thing. <laughs> right, like you, a shark fin. It's a that's a thing. That's a that's a part of a fish. A fin. Oh, it ticked me off. And he texted us. It's Big Bag Dave. He texted us on Sunday. He's like, "Welcome to come over for the Vins Fins game." Mm. I deleted his number, <laughs> and then egged their house. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The texture continues and says, "We are definitely fraudulent. The bowl loss sucked, but it changes nothing about the season." Oh, so he's, he's saying that the Dolphins are fraudulent, and then he's going on to the U.K. football game. The bowl loss sucked, but it changed nothing about the season. It was disappointing, and next was going to be a big season for Stoops and trying to get us trending up again. It's very stagnant now, but I don't want to fire Stoops because there's a slim margin of error on a new coaching hire. Now, I don't think anybody's talking about replacing Stoops. I know there's some people that wouldn't mind if there was a change. I think I'm someone – and that, I don't want Stoops to leave, but if like the A&M stuff had played out – I wouldn't have been heartbroken about it. That's where I stand on this stuff. But it does kind of feel like, Roush, we've hit kind of like a, a middle ground here. Pass. We're in the doldrums oh, of, yeah. of Kentucky football there's, right there's now. There's no doubt about it. Uh. Which is better than being in the basement. Like, it's better to kind of be in this spot. But I think the fear is, are we going to go back? Like, is that the next step is a backward step? And nobody wants that. Nobody can stomach that. It's been a slow climb, but it's been fun for the most part. Uh, and that bowl game, I think, just changes the whole outlook of the season. That's why it's a little bit of a bummer. But Yeah, and um, that's why we remind you, too, those it can be artificial momentum, right? Um, I, Fake it till you make it, really. And and I said it after the game, and ultimately I believe that pressure will do some good over there as far as creating a sense of urgency um, to, to get things right, to straighten the ship out. I um, like how competitive Stoops is. Like, it's not going to sit well with him just kind of middling, you know? Like, he's – he doesn't like losing. He doesn't like getting embarrassed. Uh, he doesn't like blowing leads. Uh, these are things that I do like about Stoops. And, Roush, I hope you're right. I hope this is kind of lighting a fire under his butt. 
Sorry for the long text discussion I had this past weekend with family, and I wanted your all's thoughts. Do you think it's fair to say Kentucky beating Louisville put into motion the destruction of the ACC? Cats beat L when they are in the top of the world. Shows Louisville really isn't that good. Then Florida State can barely do nothing against them while winning the ACC. Then they get left out of the playoffs. Now Florida State wants out, and the ACC seems to be on life support. I love I love the dominoes here. That's fun. But like Florida State's wanted out of the ACC for a while. Um they've been looking for a way out for a long time. Yeah, like, it's not just brand new. That's not anything necessary. Like, this may have been, like, an extra little kick in the butt to, like, we got to find a way to get out of this grant of rights. But they've yeah. been trying very, and very I'll- hard for a, oh, close to a decade, probably. Well, I'll- not a decade, because the grant of rights isn't that old, but for, like, three years. Also, uh, which is not close to a I, decade. I, so, hand up. think if Florida State beats an 11-win Louisville, they're still getting left out of the playoff. If Florida State would have beaten U of L like sixty to nothing, then maybe all this is different. But the truth is, Florida State wasn't a great team. Right. Louisville wasn't a great team. They Kentucky, one of the was, best Kentucky wasn't a great team. I'm not trying to say like Kentucky is in this tier above. Right. Um, they're not. But I like the way you think, Texter. And I, I, I think the UK loss did if it if it didn't implode the ACC, it did at least ruin U of L season. Mm-hmm. Now, if U of L beats Florida State, maybe that changes. Or if U of L wins their bowl game, maybe that changes. But the loss to Kentucky set along a spiral for U of L fans that just made what was a dream season a good season. Texture says, "TJ, those movies are called Oscar bait. I love that. I love that term. Oh, I, I saw that, that text yesterday uh, when you sent it in, and like I was saying that to my friends when talking about that movie. I it's was like, like when it's Leo Oscar bait, but made a, uh, the Revenant. You're like, oh, he Oscar just wanted bait. the he wanted the Oscar. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. I, I thought ro- Oscar bait was when uh, somebody missed a shot and the ball was loose in the air. Hey, thought that was Oscar bait. Love it. We're talking about the movies. Oh, yeah." Yeah, I didn't know that that was a phrase, but Oscar bait. Um, they even got a Wikipedia which, page for it. Which I'm, I, I need to see the, the the Scorsese, the, but like that's that's it's a whole like when does one watch a three hour and twenty six minute movie? Never. What's a three hour and twenty six? The the tears the tears of the flower moon, right? It's oh the, my gosh! Yeah, I forgot about that movie. Wasn't Oppenheimer that long? No, no, no. It's it, Oppenheimer is like two and a half hours, hmm. um, which I think. I don't know how long the Barbie movie is either, but I, I want to watch. I've wanted to watch this movie since I watched a sixty minutes on the author who wrote the book. Right, like I, I'm fired up for it. Three hours and twenty six minutes. Like I, if I even if I get the kids down at a good time, I'm going to bed at eleven thirty. I like like. What? Oppenheimer was three hours. Okay, but I remember Oppenheimer being like, "Man, this movie's awesome." Just too long. Just like it was yeah, too I long. I just can't. And I, I judge movies where if it's like if you make time go by fast, where like you're watching the movie and then you look down your clock and you're like, oh my gosh, we only got like 20 minutes left or 30 minutes left. This is awesome. Like this time is flying mm-hmm. while I'm watching this movie. Oppenheimer was close to that where it's like, it was a quick three hours, but man, still three hours. I think more so it's like babysitter, kid, like you, more than just other stuff well, out there. And uh, there's also Flower a, of the Moon would have to be like a two night thing, like watch an hour and a half one night. See, and I've done that. I did that with the the Netflix movie where De Niro was the gangster, and uh, <laughs> along with Pacino, and that, that was another Martin Scorsese. And it's just, it, it's not as good if you break it up too, because the the drama doesn't build quite no. as well. So like, yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but I would like to find some time. The good news is January we got time, right? 
It's true. Yeah, we're burning and turning. Still just haven't had a UK basketball game in oh, uh, like know. five days and still have it another three like days. It feels like 83 years because that Illinois State game. Did, mm-hmm. did, did it really happen? You know, pe- people aren't sure. Did we ever even talk about it? Uh, briefly. Briefly, yeah. yeah. But like it, you know. Antonio Reeves is in Fuego. Uh, he's the type of shooter, though, that like he will have – Gosh, I just, I, you wish you could time this stuff like magically. You can't. Like he's gonna have a slump, folks. Antonio Reeves will. Let's just get it out of his way before March. And I let's. Know. What can we do to get this Antonio Reeves in March? I mean, playing Illinois State would help. I think. What? If, what if? <laughs> what if we? What if he just didn't though? Have a slump? Yeah. Then I would be scared poopless going into the tournament. <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking. Like I want a slump from Antonio Reeves. Ideally, like in a month. Not not now. You don't want the slump to happen too early. Right. Uh, but you maybe to, maybe a little bit of February. But he is on fire right now. Like, I'm kind of with Rouse. I don't know that he does slump. No, no, he he has slumped though. I don't know that he goes through one this year. Okay, why why? I just I I don't know. I just feel like there's way less pressure on him with all the guys surrounding him. That's like, a good answer. He just he just is out there playing basketball. Yeah, I mean things come a lot easier for him this year than last year. Mm-hmm. That, that that is that is factually true. Um, his minutes, weirdly enough, are up, which I wouldn't have thought. But then again, he kind of was in the Cal defensive doghouse early in last season. If you remember, he wasn't getting as many minutes as he probably should have. And I think Cal was like a commitment to defense. His field goal percentage number is up 11 percentage points from last year. Wow. Like, Scooch, that's going to come down. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that it does. I, I, do, I just I love the way he's played this year. He's playing free. And in regards to his minutes being up, doesn't he have to kind of be out there? Because, yeah, he was surrounded by freshmen last year, but not six or seven just standout freshmen. So, well, he had, like, Cason Wallace to help him on the perimeter last year. Right. Severe Wheeler ideally was going to help create shots for him, but it didn't really work out that way because people could just stay stuck to Reeves and, you know, Re- and Wheeler could go do his dancing in the paint and – throw up a scoop shot or fadeaway jumper if he wanted to. But people didn't have to go help off Reeves to go stop Severe Wheeler. Mm -hmm. People do have to help off Reeves to stop DJ Wagner or Robert Dillingham or Reed Shepard. So I I do agree with you that, like, things are coming easier for him. But he's shooting six percentage points higher from three from last year, and he was 40% from three. (laughs) Like, that is nuts, you all. Like, the stuff with this basketball team. And again – as the numbers kind of start to like level out, um, more national folks are picking up how good this UK team is. As we mentioned like yesterday, they're focusing on Reed Shepard. They're going to get to Antonio Reeves at some point. And maybe if he has a big game at Florida, that'll be the one to do it. But, I mean, he's put up 57 points in his last two games. I mean, the stat you just threw out, TJ, 46% from three for him this year. And he's, what, 10, 11 percentage points behind Reed Shepard, like I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. incredible. I do think he'll. I mean, shooters just do that. It happens. You'll go on a little slump. I think in conference play, he'll have maybe a bad road game or two, or maybe at home. I don't know. He was so great at that road Arkansas game last year. But fine by me. Get it out of the way. And then in March, I want this uh, fifty-seven points in two games. In Tony Reeve, not too much to ask. Roush, simple th- stuff. I think if anybody's gonna slump, you you want to see Reed slump, right? I mean, the, the, he may be slump proof, though. There is no way that he can continue to well, hit the threes that he's hitting. Some of those, two of them in the Illinois State game had no business going in, and they just splashed right through the net. Folks, he's the best shooter in college it's basketball. Incredible. I'm not sure if people realize that. The, the thing is, though, is like, you say slump, but like, Reed has games where he doesn't score and he still contributes. So, like, that's, that's the part where it's well he, said. he might be slump proof. 
in that regard. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's, what I, that's what I mean by that, is that, like, yeah, right, Scoot, you're probably right that, like, he's going to have some bad shooting nights where, like, Reed was 0-4 from 3? Ah! Oh, but he had five steals. Yeah, but he had four, <laughs> four steals, yeah. six assists, and three rebounds, and a plus-minus of plus and then 21. hit all you know? six free throws or yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. That's why I think he may, and is Reed Shepard, like, a great defender? No, he's not a great defender, but I do think he's still a little bit better maybe than Antonio Reeves. Uh, but that is probably the difference between the two. Where if Antonio Reeves isn't scoring, we love the guy. But, like, you know. That's, that's what he does. He ain't scoring. Then mm-hmm. what are we really doing Reed, here? Reed's more than a little better than Antonio at defense. He he just has that IQ, knows where the basketball is, knows when he can slap at the ball, punch it loose or whatever. You, don't, you just don't see Reeves doing that. I, I, I'm, you're not going to get an well, argument from me. And in the latest uh, mock draft from – Draft Express, or no, it's his draft rankings. He's got Rob Dillingham up to number seven overall, Reed Shepard 16th. I love that. Like, these are guys that we were high on. I mean, not this high on Reed Shepard, obviously. I just like that, Roush, maybe this UK team doesn't make a deep run. Maybe they're upset. It's the tournament. I am enjoying this moment in time of, like, national media having to start start plucking their crows for feasting. They're doing it. Like, Jeff Goodman and Doster both put... UK to win the SEC. Didn't they have them like six in the SEC just a couple months ago? What was it? They had the worst backcourt. Yeah. And then now it's like, oh, here's your two backcourt guys off the bench. Yeah. Top 16. I'm enjoying this moment. And all UK fans, I think, should be briefly. The the job is not done. Mission is not complete. But just seeing these media members with their tail between their legs starting to come around and saying all these nice things about UK. Get used to it. There's going to be more of you all having to do that over the next two months, and hopefully the next three months. Hopefully this team can make a run, and we're going to put a little pressure on Calipari just to do just that. We're going to take our last break, come back, read more texts, do more silliness, give away awards. Let's see. We've given away one T-shirt. We've given away one $5. We've got four more gifts to give. I although, want to save one T-shirt for a podcast listener. Although Shannon won the $5 from Salsaritas, but she lives in Nebraska, so maybe we should send her a shirt. Uh, Unless she comes to visit. Yeah, the, I mean, Scoots, you Shannon didn't think o- about the... Shannon O'Bannon, if Scoots will send you the shirt, we'll get you a shirt. <laughs> Just let I'll, us know what size you I'll want. send her the shirt. We got to give her a shirt. You're right. $5 to Salsaritas wouldn't do her much good. Shannon, here's the deal. I, I can Venmo you $5 that you promise to use for Salsaritas down the road. Or we can send you a shirt. You let us know. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Scoots, can you take us to our last break, please? I sure can. We'll be right back after this. This is Ro- Kentucky Roll Call. Ro- Big Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens Welcome his back. Mouth One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call. Rash and I were talking pizza during that commercial break. If anybody's ever wondering what we talk about. Yeah, uh, just like fun pizza conversation. Fast food pizza. Yeah. Which like honestly would probably be better than any radio topic we've had today. <laughs> but the thing is they're not sponsors yeah so suck it to all of you domino's pizza hut papa john's all of them but also on my way in here i would never taken hikes lane past goldsmith mm-hmm. to get here 
Enormous Little Caesars. Never seen Little Caesars that big and in my life. And it's like a future tech Little Caesars, too. It looks like a fancy one, you know? Yeah. It's like, what's Hike Point's doing with the fancy Little Caesars? No offense, Hike Point. Also, I, I like them all. I, I like all of the bad pizza, Shout out to St. Martha. Um, also, shout out to a stat that you wanted to read. Oh, yeah. So when we were talking, thank you. Uh, welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call. While we were, I was, during the commercial break, I was like, oh, I brought up these, these, these numbers to bring up and totally forgot to bring it up. Reed Shepard is a freak. I just, how many more times do we need to say it? Probably a bajillion. But, like, he has a better three-point shooting percentage right now as a freshman at the University of Kentucky being a legacy recruit with high expectations than, oh, I don't know, J.J. Redick ever had in college basketball. What? By 15 percentage points! What? I mean, That's crazy. That's crazy. He has... He's a 56% three-point shooter. That will come down. I mean, I wish it wouldn't, but it will. J.J. Reddick's best year ever at Duke was 42%. So, 14%. Folks, he is 12 points better than Jimmer Fredette ever was at BYU. Jimmer Fredette's best three-point shooting season, 44%. And folks, you want to know somebody that's actually kind of close to him? Don't sleep on him. No sleep. Deron Lamb was 49% his freshman year at UK. Okay, that's That was impressive. freakish. And UK probably doesn't go to the Final Four without him being close to a 50% three-point shooter his freshman year. It's 49%. I'm rounding up. It was 48.6. I rounded up to 49. Even still, Deron Lamb, he is eight points better, seven points better once you round up. You know, who, who's another amazing college basketball so shooter? Here, here's a question. Chris Lofton, let's see. You were mentioning some of those. Chris Lofton, 42.2% for his career. Do- yeah, and I don't care so much about the career. I, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm nitpicking. I'm trying to help these guys out. I'm taking their best ones they've ever had. The best one Chris Lofton ever had was his freshman year, 47%. Reed Shepard is nine points better. Like, these are not small numbers. I, I know that I sound annoying going over this, but I can't believe it myself that, like, he is so freaking good from outside. 56%. Name your best shooter. Reed Shepard's better than him. And he's a he's a bench player for Kentucky, Roush. So, he's a bench player. This this has all the makings of Calipari's like, Anthony Davis took the seven most shots. Reed Shepard, the best statistical three-point shooter in the history of the sport. And he was the seventh man. Like, all the talking points are right there, Scoot. Sorry, go ahead. Fletcher McGee is the best three-point shooter for a career at 43.5%, but even his best season was 47.9. And he was so, insane. He was, like, automatic yeah. if you saw him. Exactly. So, how many how many attempts are we looking at, though? That's the that's the part that I think to go back. I, I think it does help Reed. Oh, sure. Yeah. He, like, he, he does not have to force nearly as much as these other so guys like JJ did. JJ was shooting nine threes a game. Correct. And oh, no, no, no. You're right about the attempts yeah, part. But yeah. that's part of the – I mean, that doesn't take that's away from the That's part of the Reed, efficiency, though. yeah. you got to salute his efficiency. Yeah, and that shows how probably, good the team is. I would guess, like, what, three and a half threes a game would be my guess for Reed? Quickly sophomore year, I had a buddy text in. Quickly sophomore year, 43%. He just seemed like he was automatic that season. Like, he just seemed like he couldn't miss. He was 43%. Again, Reed Shepard's numbers are going to come down. Roush is a 1,000% right to bring up, like, usage and shots per game because that's going to impact percentages. But Reed's taking shots that he feels like he can make, and with shots that he feels like he can make, he's better than 50% on them. Just, just absolutely nuts. But uh, there's my Reed. I just There's the Reed Shepard thing I was going to do. We, we can do that pretty much any day of the week <laughs> we'll if we want we'll to. Save that for a cold yeah, day. he's um Yeah, four threes a game. Four and a half. 
You're yeah, right. significantly yeah. less than all those other dudes, but percentages significantly higher. Uh, Darius Miller's best three-point season was also an 11. He was a 44% three-point shooter. Man, so you had Deron Lamb shooting 50% from deep. Darius Miller shooting 44% from deep. What, yeah. do, we, what do we guess uh, Brandon Knight's three-point shooting percentage was? 38 I was, I was going to guess like 36. Yeah, because he, he he had to take a lot more. It was funny. There was 37.7, 38. We, I, um, That's crazy. Three of your guards shooting over 38% from deep. Well, they didn't shoot that many threes either. Well, and they also just didn't go deep. Like it was, yeah. those guys had to shoot. Yeah. You know, it's true. The, um, I, I was, I was trying to do the numbers recently for a post and it was like, oh, uh, it was, it was on Antonio Reeves, right? Um, uh, on Christmas Eve. So I'm just like, all right, well, how do I, how do I get, help me, help me get here. Help me get home on this thing. So it's like, ooh, he's leading the SEC in three point shooting. It's like, wait, is, is he though? Is he leading his team? <laughs> no. But, and, and a lot of it comes down to minimum attempts stats. Like, what, what's your threshold for it? Because um, if you, you, I mean, it was early in the year. But long story short, Kentucky has guys that are going bananas from behind the three point line. And it'd be nice to see them continue to do that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Reed Shepard leads the SEC in steals per game. Antonio Reeves second in the SEC in points per game. Rob Dillingham tied for second in the SEC in assists per game. Like, you know, what is Reed steals per game? Two point eight <laughs> leads the conference. Yeah, and the one segment that really, like I was telling TJ during the break, you know, we were kind of zombie mode after the Gator Bowl. Um, but had the game one at, uh, at a local watering hole. And the play where Reed blocks three, like tips it up, the post player gets it, he steals it, and then just goes coast to coast, kicks it to Reeves in the corner for an open made three. You're just like, what? what? Just put that on his draft reel, you know? It's just crazy. Absolute he, nuts. He's tied, uh, Reed Shepard's tied for 11th in the SEC in blocks per game. <laughs> <laughs> He's six foot two. Actually, that was just blocks in general. Let me see of blocks per game. He's thirteenth. Okay. Blocks per game in the conference. Uh, Trey Mitchell six, which is surprising. Uh, I guarantee you're going to see you're going to sky up that that stat sheet for blocks at least. Let's keep going back to the Thornton's text line. Getting way ahead of myself, but the success of Reeves and Mitchell should set us up well with transfers going into next season. Cal has a really nice transfer resume. I don't yeah, think he ever wants to. Of the year. Yeah, national player of the year. I mean, Reed Travis had a good season. That team could have won a national championship. Um, let's think. He's had obviously some that didn't didn't do a lot. Of, uh, yeah, But that being said, he's got a nice resume for for success. When you win a national player of the year from a transfer, that in its own right is pretty significant. Um, yeah, good text. Texter says, Salt Lake Brian here. Wacky Wednesday gambling tip thought. Our group has been analyzing the first to 10 points in all basketball markets. Any team that's plus 120 or higher has been hitting at a good clip comparatively to the odds. This is especially true for Kentucky opponents. I feel like I brought that up, especially early on in the season. Yeah, the the race to 10 prop is always kind of intriguing because you really only need like two threes and two buckets and maybe a foul or something, and you're you can do it. And teams start out hot. Other teams may start out slow. So, always keep an eye on that. What do we have next? Uh, I'm not sure. What do Texter we says, next? it appears Aaron Rodgers is in the news again. Yeah, I saw that. He uh, saying, I'm not 
you all have heard how some stories I just like choose to not get too involved with. I know the basics of Jeffrey Epstein, but did not get into the weeds of it because it's gross. It's very gross. Yeah, so I'm just like I I don't I don't I don't need to know all about that. But uh, I, I've known there was always this purported list of like who Epstein mm-hmm. worked with were his associates list, right? And they're, they're, they're yeah, and just like. What that that list may mean something, may mean nothing, but a lot of people think that like Epstein would show all these very rich, influential people a great time, what that entailed, probably gross stuff, and boom, now like I've we've got you. Like, you yeah. know, like we're gonna be buddies and we're gonna love each other, but like, you know, you scratch my back and we'll keep scratching yours and if anything were to happen though, this would be bad if your name got out on this. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So um of course, Aaron Rodgers is all he, – he loves a conspiracy theory. This is perfect for him. I don't know what it is, though, why he's always mentioned Jimmy Kimmel. Or, like, is that, like, an ongoing thing? That's the part I don't understand. But Jimmy Kimmel got very, very upset that Rodgers threw his name around. Again. Jimmy Kimmel, nobody can make a joke about anybody else besides Mr. Joke Man. Joke Man can make the jokes, but nobody else make a joke about Jimmy Kimmel. He did do a little crowd wolf. Jimmy Kimmel don't make jokes about me. Aaron Rodgers' opinions breaks people's brains. I don't understand it. Like, I just don't get it. Um, you can dislike him. You can dislike the things that he said. It's a dude's opinion. Like, you know, and... Well, I also... Are people taking Aaron Rodgers' opinions seriously? They're taking them very seriously. Which I... I, I this mean, is just like the, the playbook of people that you like, oh, we don't like what you did, so now anytime you say something, we're going to get after you. And Aaron Rodgers just isn't like backing down. He's just going to keep saying like stupid stuff, crazy stuff. Like, he's not going to limit his... He's not going to silence himself to try to appease the masses. Because I think he realizes that... Like, well, he also no doesn't care. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. He, 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 he's at the point now where he's like, all right, I'm going to show people my full hand. But he's not going to like hold back for like the sake of he's just gonna say what he he thinks but Kimmel having his outburst does just buddy um I get it you're probably I'm sure you got some Twitter strays that you didn't want because Rogers keeps bringing your name up and all this stuff he threatened to sue Aaron Rogers like like, you're like that's the bad look Jimmy Kimmel yeah you were a little over the top if you want to say Aaron Rogers is doing conspiracy series or could you just make fun of him like, and, do, do and, the joke back at him. You could burn him. It'd be an easy while hanging fruit. Yeah, and if it's totally not true, too, wouldn't you just, like, couldn't you have more fun with it that way? He, you know Instead, what? Instead, he got I, super defensive and threatened to sue him. I bet, you know what? I bet he's got some of the Roush post-holiday depression. <laughs> Seasonal. Every, you're a little on edge. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with everything Roger says. I disagree with a lot of the stuff he says. I just don't get why we let people's opinions break our brains time and time again. Yeah, it, and of all people, like, Rodgers is the most – I mean, did anybody actually believe that he was going to play this season? He got so mad that, like, he was cleared to play. It was like, all right, hey, if you're so sure that he's not going to play, then okay, just, you know. This- it, 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 what What is it? Like, why, why have we – something about that guy just in the last three years with any – people really just react to everything he says, which is it what is. – which is good for him – Right? Isn't it like what I think it was like, ESPN wants? He always, you know, you had the family stuff with him, which I always thought, like, that was so weird. So many people were caught up on that family stuff with him. 
you had the family stuff with him, and then you had a little drama with like Favre and him, where like Favre was coming back, not coming back, and Green Bay like sided with Rodgers, and Rodgers was like, well, no, duh, they were going to side with me, and and rightfully so when it all came out. And then he had this reputation of being kind of like moody, not necessarily. There was the rumors that he was tough to deal with, but it was like he's only had one head coach while these rumors were going on. How could he be that tough to deal with when he's only had one head coach? There's always been like drama on the outside of Aaron Rodgers. While on the field, he's just a freak and really, really good. Then enter the COVID stuff. And that's when it just like, there was gasoline on the Aaron Rodgers uh, personality. Which makes, okay, I get it. And then ever since then, it's just been like, there's media members that genuinely feel sad that he lied to them about the COVID shot um, and they're just like out to get him and there's some people that just don't like him because they think he's a jerk which is fine if that's your opinion of him yeah and I also think it's kind of um, Cause, yeah. he's he's probably the most prominent hippie we have in our world right now <laughs> yeah and, yeah but and, he's, he's taking off the other hippies because he's a jock hippie but that's what I mean though like we I, I think this is uh, proof that we like the public is saying we don't want super free spirit hippies in mainstream culture. Well, you just want obedient hippies in mainstream but culture. But that, that's, that's an want, oxymoron, right? You know? Well, not anymore. It's not. Did you hear the rage against the machine on New Year's Eve? No. They're not no, no longer against, like, what was it, the corporate, the big government agenda? They changed the lyrics to the MAGA agenda. And, of course, people on the right are freaking out about it. Yeah. I did see where they had somebody on Fox News pull out a tarot card of like, what's 2024 going to be like? And it was like, death, the Grim Reaper or something. <laughs> it's like, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty, like, oh, play with fire here. I just, but I. I people don't know. like people. They don't change their minds on them. And yeah. that's where you get to spots yeah. that you're in. Yeah. And you know, it was, you know, it was Green Day who did the, they changed the lyrics to one of their songs. Oh, which that was a big conversation point. Um, Scoots, guess the age of the Green Day band members because that was that was the game we played New Year's Eve. It was like, how old are these guys? Late fifties. No way. No, they're early forties. Yeah, right. Not early forties. Early fifties. So the correct answer is fifty-one. What? But the the part that was weird is that Billy Joel Armstrong, the the front man, looks twenty years younger than the rest of them. Granted, that was always kind of a thing. He always looked like a kid, and I think that was the appeal from him. It's like here's this little punk kid. He avoided uh, the drugs, or maybe he just took the good ones that like the, oh. the good ones that keep you young. That's a good point. Um, but also, he has like blonde hair now, and it looks so weird. It's like, no, I need I need black haired, you know, grunge Billy Joe Armstrong. And by the way, man, watching those New Year shows, you want to feel old. All the people they bring up to do New Year shows, you're like, so who is this? Man, I watched the uh, country one this year from Nashville. It, so good. It was uh, so, so here, good. I like their approach for it. Because they just went to a bunch of different bars and had shows. Mm-hmm. Did you notice nobody was drinking at the bars? Really? There was not. Like, the is, wife noted that. Does yeah, that was, have Does that have anything to do with it being on local TV and you can't, I guess, drink on TV? So I think what they did, I noticed they didn't have a live watermark. I think they taped all of those first thing and then mm. edited it together. And they're like, all right, we can't have drinks because there's a there's a rule. No drinks for the first song. This is going to be our one that goes on TV and the rest you can drink for. Because they did have a big stage like out on just Broadway that um, Rob Rob Schneider's daughter is a country music star. Who would have thought? <laughs> is she really? Yeah. 
And she has a song that you know, too. It's like Ellie Page or something. Is that yeah. right? She, she was part of the coverage. Yeah, yeah. She was like the main person. Had no idea. But then when my buddy was like, yeah, that's Rob Schneider's daughter. I was like, well, I see it. Well, and he came on at one point with her, and it was really oh, entertaining. But yeah, I know, I know, in like commercials, like alcohol commercials, you can't, you can't have, drink, you can't drink in them. Right. So maybe that had something to do with that. I love the South Park where they're like, Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> well, and I didn't know this too, but during Adam Sandler's set and at the Um Center, they had Rob Schneider just come out and sing operatic music for like three minutes. <laughs> Apparently, he has a booming, deep, like great voice. Rob Schneider Concert is hall voice. a carrot. And he'll find out life as a carrot ain't so easy. <laughs> uh, did, Chan, did you all see Chance Poor's dad Twitter rant last night? Then he deleted his entire account. I saw that people were talking about somebody deleting I mean, their entire account. What was it all about, Roush? Fill me in. Uh, it's just, it's Lewis Poor, man. If y'all haven't figured it out, this guy's just, he's, I feel, I feel bad for Chance. Because he's just, he's just, he's, 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 He's what ha- what crazy happened? On- I mean, no, this is like six years of him just being crazy online, Dad. Like, like crazy, like whatever your craziest relative is on Facebook, he's that. Plus more. You know, he was like, special teams coach has been dogging my son. They should all be fired. St- them fired. You know, like he just says like outlandish stuff. So you know, just yeah. keep, is there any validity forward. to any of the stuff that he said? What do you think, TJ? No. <laughs> Not, I mean, he, maybe something. He's 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 crazy guy online. Like you just kind of gotta let him do the crazy things. I'm surprised he deleted his stuff. Normally, it just stays up there. Oh man! No spring game this year. Big Z has food poisoning. <laughs> leader in the clubhouse. That's pretty good. Yeah. What's worse, no spring game or just one boob? Oh, uh, one boob for sure. Uh, I say I just don't get the one boob get... is one. Okay, here's the deal. One boob is a tease. Whereas, it's not a tease, it's the, though. It's the, you it's see the same it. as the other one. Whereas, if you don't have a Unless spring game, isn't. if you don't have a spring game, you're not getting teased. In I think way. a baby would argue that one boob better than no boob. <laughs> More than enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Fair also, enough. spring game is kind of the one boob of football, one might say. Because you're getting to see it, even though it's not the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing, actually. The excuse Stoops will have is the same excuse after a loss. It'll be a combo of, I'd like to have that one back. How can we have a spring game? We have to get back. How can we have a spring game? We have to get back to work. <laughs> or my favorite, you want a spring game? You have to pony up. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Mook. Mook, I like the it. Po- the, the, the big Z food poisoning, and you got to pony up for a spring game. <laughs> <laughs> Serious question. Does the NCAA still have power to make things tougher on Cal when they can because of the feud between them. I don't think Cal's are like the top of their poop list anymore. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's Will been Wade a long time. Yeah, I think and... it's been a long time since he's been up there. I, I don't think there's any, like, conspiracy here. Um, as much as I love a good conspiracy, I don't think there's – I think they're just going through the paperwork. Big Z didn't get to UK till the middle of October or whenever it was, and then they were closed for the holidays, and it's just kind of been crappy for them. But they need to – they need to – expedite it because this like i get it you may have a field hockey player division three whatever uh, this is a uk basketball my, player my. no offense let's jump them to the front well enough's enough and also the the times have changed where i mean when was the last time you had some outrage over like it used to be an annual thing there'd be like five people where you journalists can you believe the ncaa is doing this to this guy i mean we get maybe one a year maybe and then they're end up being like oh no actually he, here's a waiver you're good 
So like it's usually par for the course. Like if they're taken long enough, it'll it'll move forward. Yeah. So I, that that that's what I think is the part that's weird about this is they they they're really billy with these waivers now and they haven't done anything yet. Really weird text into the Thornton's text line. Let's all imagine the first and final session with his girlfriend over the break and be happy for Big Z. Gross. John here again. Oh, the double daily dip from John. Mark Stoops will not have a spring game this season. Instead, he will be hosting the first ever Pony Up date auctions. (laughs) John, your only issue is that you're already behind the Pony Up comment. Starting with the football cats, players, and staff, how much will you pay for Big Dog Mr. Morrow and so many more? So line up five-star recruits, and we will have a jersey and some cash for you. We'll got to go talk to you later. (laughs) Yeah, what if instead of a spring game, they're just like, hey, we're going to do a catwalk on this date, and we're going to have all the recruits, and we're not going to play a game, but you guys just you know hand out money. Give them money. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a mile-long line of UK fans just handing money to recruits. Is that who says no to that? And then secondly, I think, I, and I did see this on Twitter. Unfortunately, I wish it was original to me. But um, I, the Big Z stuff, if it gets to a pushing point, we need to get a big group of people, a bunch of passionate UK patriots, and on January sixth, it's a Saturday, we storm the NCAA. <laughs> We want it to be a Saturday so people can take off work. Uh, this upcoming Saturday, the first available do, one. Do you remember when... Uh, it's January 6th. Uh, we'll I, storm the NCAA. I forget what school it was. If it was Iowa or Ohio State families, they did that during COVID. They stormed the NCAA. The parents like, stormed the NCAA offices in Indy yeah. to be like, let them play. And granted, it didn't make sense because it was the Big Ten. So maybe they stormed the Big Ten offices and not the NCAA. They were they could keep their signs that they used a, about a year later to stop the steal. Yeah, there we go. You're uh, stealing our seasons. Which, by the way, the whole the tweet that you just saw out of context, where it was like a minor league hockey team apologizing for they were like making a statement about like. We didn't realize that we were doing this promo of wearing all red on January 6th. It was it was just one of those things that was going around Twitter and everybody's like, wait, what are you talking about here? Nobody knew what happened. And then now you're responding to some outrage and now everybody's like, what's going on here? Because they were just wearing jerseys? Yeah, it's like they do a red out every year. But it was just so happened to be on January 6th and people, yeah. The world's dumb. Now the, now, now the color red. Yeah. <laughs> Our white guys, Reed Shepard, literally the goat. Other white guy, Joey Hart, won the team dunk contest. I expect the trend of cold-ass white boys <laughs> to continue with Big Z. I love it. Uh, that's the text of the day. There yeah, which, go. by the way, the uh, next cold-ass white boy, <laughs> Travis, Travis Barry, dude, he's dude, lighting it up. Yeah, and they won that Lexington Catholic tournament. He basically averaged 30 points, and they won every game comfortably. Three of those games, too, were against... Top ten teams. My sales Colts did not upset him. They got it at one point. They got the game to four, and Perry was just like, "Let me hit four straight buckets real quick. Get this back out to 13. He's so, a freak. Yep. Um, I was kind of rooting for the Colts just for you. Cold ass white boy. Maybe C A W B. That can be a a cob. I love it. A, a cob. Corn cob TV. But it'd have to be C A. Yeah. Cold ass oh, white yeah, boy. Oh okay, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Cob. Like, cob. With, cob. Like Georgia fans say, dog. Like the. He's did, a dog. He's a cob. The the lank bit on oh College gosh, Game Day. That was awesome. What I just great television. It was great television. <laughs> and you know my dumb butt was like, oh yeah, you let them naysayers know. <laughs> <laughs> it 
once they said it, I was like, I'm so freaking oh, dumb and man. old, and I'm just so. And the fact that like Desmond <laughs> Howard and Joey Galloway were like. That, 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 the whole that, that that was great TV, great television. And Reese Davis just sitting there stoic, like, "Oh man, yeah. what am I? What am I in the middle of yeah, right now?" That was good. Oh, uh, they all handled it well. As a Ravens <laughs> fan, please smack all those people for calling them Vins. I will. Oh yeah, I will. yeah, just I've smack them in the face. Yeah. yeah. Um, regarding your talk about Big Z and prospects, do you think the latest NBA draft board? We'll save that one for tomorrow. We're running out of time. The draft boards are updated. They're positive for the Cats. Z loves throwing L's down. Last thing we saw him do in a Kentucky uniform. Tough break for little Z if Big Z's girlfriend isn't here. <laughs> I'm not promoting anything, but like, is there any rule about like, hey, I'm around the world. You're not. I'm a UK basketball player. Like his that, that relationship's getting tested. Well, I'll just be the first to say it. Oh, it's what is it? Three rivers rule. I mean, he's got like he's he's got three oceans, right? He's, he's crossed the Atlantic. Oh, the man. Mediterranean? <laughs> Somebody sent in a three-boob picture. <laughs> of course. The text line is too good for us today. We don't have oh, enough time. Kyle Tucker texted in. Happy birthday, KRC. Nate Sestina might be Kyle's most underrated <laughs> transfer. That's our show. We've got so many more good ones. We're sorry. We'll get to them tomorrow. Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. We'll give away prizes somehow. Tweet me or something. Bye. <laughs> Just a swinging night. Talking, won't get you down with the set. Take a with some and take this on this jet out of town. Put it down for the father.